it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It's WrestleMania week, folks. It's here. This will be a long week. Nine straight days of wrestling coverage. Nine straight days of wrestling-related and wonderful thing. It's truly a good time. Excited to see what happens over the next nine days, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to it as uh, as we go on. It's going to be a busy week for us. Um, <laughs> we have the podcast coming out Tuesday. Uh, nothing for Wednesday. Thursday will be a Sam only podcast uh, covering uh, some New Japan news and. Uh, AEW uh, Thursday night into Friday we will be doing a NXT TakeOver Standard Deliver only podcast uh, Friday will then be our traditional podcast for Above the Ring uh, Saturday will be or Friday night into Saturday will be the SmackDown Study as well as our Go Home Show for WrestleMania, Sam and I will make our picks. Um, and then obviously we'll have another podcast for night one of WrestleMania and then another uh, podcast for night two of WrestleMania. And then we jump right into Raw after WrestleMania. It's And then SmackDown, I'm sorry, NXT on its new night on Tuesdays after WrestleMania. It's, it's going to be nine days of just straight amazingness. <laughs> So, obviously, Raw started off everything tonight. Tomorrow, we get the, or actually, Tuesday, we'll have the Hall of Fame. Wednesday will be night one of NXT Stand and Deliver. Thursday will be night two. Friday will be SmackDown, WrestleMania edition. Saturday, WrestleMania night one. Sunday, WrestleMania night two. Monday, night Raw after WrestleMania on Monday. And then NXT in its new slot on Tuesday. Whew. And then after that, it's every single day has some sort of wrestling during the week now, Monday through Friday, straight through. It's just, it's fantastic. What a time to be alive and be a wrestling fan. I'm very excited to see where all this goes. And we're going to be here to cover it the best as we can. So let's let's just get into the show. 
go home show right before Raw or before Raw, right before WrestleMania. And believe it or not, Raw rebounded from last week. Show went by real quick. Just tweeting along, and all of a sudden, I look up and I'm like, oh my god, it's already 10 30. It's already made event time. Like, what's going on? This is great. Didn't drag. It just flew. I loved it. So Raw kicked off with Drew McIntyre. Trying to see if anybody will come out and take uh, take Drew out. Because Bobby Lashley had said that if anybody is able to take Drew out, they will get his title shot at Mania. But that did not happen. We ended up having Lashley himself with MVP coming out. As well as the King. Baron Corbin from SmackDown gracing our screens. Our main event tonight was set. It was King Corbin taking on Drew McIntyre. And if King was able to take out Drew, Corbin himself would slide into that title title shot. So we'll see what happens towards the end of the show. So after that great segment to start off the show, just more main event of uh, Saturday's night one of WrestleMania hype. We move on to our in-ring action. It's another rematch from last week. Uh, it was Xavier Woods taking on AJ Styles once again. Um, <laughs> an interesting segment before this match officially started. They've been doing it lately where New Day is outside of Gorilla. And... They're just chit-chatting, and then Riddle shows up. It's like every single week this has happened. And normally it's been some of the most amazing stuff. And tonight was no different. Um, (laughs) I think I lost count on how many pot jokes they made tonight. But New Day's face, every single time Riddle made some reference even though he was doing it in a, in a way where it wasn't blatantly obvious, but you could tell it was the innuendo was there, and it was it was highly comical. Um, so, <laughs> and uh, it's glad to, it's glad to see that Riddle actually remembered all of his lines tonight. Um, I did find out after doing a little bit of research that that segment was pre-taped. And even though Riddle forgot all of his lines, I guess Vince and, um, ah, of course, I forget the other person's name in the moment I think of it. Uh, but apparently Vince loved it so much, he was just like, screw it, we'll leave it in. So the botch was a legit botch, and... Vince loved it so much, he's like, forget it, we'll keep it in the show. So I'm like, all right. I guess that works out well. Uh it's not gonna be a it's it's not gonna be a uh a hindrance to, to riddle. Uh he's clearly still doing all right for himself. So we end up uh having our match with AJ Styles, uh, Kofi Kingston by his side against AJ Styles with almost by his side and the match is going going well uh and then all of a sudden you see kofi grab a mic so it's yelling at almost and then just 
chucks the mic right at almost hits him square in the chest, and it almost tries to chase him down. Kofi gets in the ring. AJ tries to to get him out of the ring, uh, but Kofi obviously a little too quick gets out, and then Xavier Woods able to roll up AJ gets the one two three, so he's beaten. AJ Styles three weeks in a row. Just saying. <laughs> so, New Day getting some momentum going into WrestleMania. But as we all know, whoever gets that last laugh doesn't exactly walk out champion or the winner. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens when Sam and I make our picks. But. After that, we moved on to probably the only part of Raw I did not really care about. Um, I've made my voice clear about how I feel about this whole segment, uh, this whole feud, this whole everything. The Shane McMahon and Braun series, I I don't care for it at all. Um, this isn't me being you know hateful about it. I'm just being honest. I'm just... It served no purpose whatsoever. It, it, I, I don't see the reason behind it. Shane just being a bully, bullying Braun, who obviously in life could just snap his neck within two seconds. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, I don't get it. Now, if it was someone who was close to the size of Braun, bullying Braun, I can kind of see it. Like if this was like Mark Henry back in the day. During like his Hall of Pain type of thing, you know, I'd love to see pff, that'd be a great match to watch back in the day. If uh, Braun was back then, Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame, well, Hall of Pain, Mark Henry versus Braun, that'd be a big hoss fight. I'd, I'd be all right to watch. But problem that I'm having with this whole thing is that Shane. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I just, it's the only real Mania match that really kind of sticks out to me going, what? And and that's coming from someone, who, that's coming from when we have a match with uh, Bad Bunny in it. And the Bad Bunny Miz situation actually makes more sense than the Braun Shane McMahon segment does. But I digress. <laughs> so, Braun ends up beating Elias and Riker in a 201 handicap match, and we move on. Speaking of Bad Bunny, uh, uh, he showed up in his Bugatti with uh, Mr. Damien Priest, and uh, Ms. Morrison seemed to notice this, and uh, they uh, they took it upon themselves to uh, give uh, Bad Bunny's white Bugatti a. Uh, a color upgrade. Mm. They used red paint on a white Bugatti. I guess they said it was worth $3.6 million. Ow. <laughs> um, they essentially ruined the paint on it um, by putting the red paint everywhere. and I mean... I'm not a car guy in the least. Never have been. I didn't really grow up with them. It's just, I mean, I grew up with cars, right? I didn't grow up, like, 
with my you know hands inside the engine trying to do stuff with it. I, I that just wasn't me. I wasn't that I wasn't that type of kid growing up. So I never really looked at cars that way, but I appreciate them for what they are. Um, this is a very expensive automobile. And I know WWE likes to, you know, destroy these types of vehicles from time to time and stuff like that. And um, but that's 3.6 mil. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> so naturally, Bad Buddy comes by moments later. Somebody probably told him what was going on, and he is clearly not a happy camper. And, of course, to add insult to injury, Bad Bunny then gets jumped by Miz and Morrison. Uh, Bad Bunny getting just obliterated on the, uh, in, in, you know, in the parking, not the parking lot, but in the backstage area. Uh, this causes, you know, officials to show up, Adam Pierce, you know, Damian Priest himself as well. And it's not a good scene. <laughs> Um, Bunny is, you know, Bad Bunny is clear in some pain and, you know, he's, he's doing real well. I have to give that man major props uh, for everything he's doing. We've had some celebrities that have come in and, and try to do, you know, try to do some good stuff, try to make it, you know, seem like they want to be there, not just, you know, there for, you know, celebrity status or whatnot. But, Bad Bunny's kind of taking it that extra step. Like, he really seems invested in this whole thing. And I really appreciate it. Um, you know, he uh, he really seems to care. I mean, he, he had a great promo tonight talking about how he, you know, grew up watching wrestling with his family. And, you know, now everything that's been going on, you know, he, he kind of frustrated with what's happening so his match at Wrestlemania versus The Miz has now changed to a tag team match it's going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on Miz and Morrison so that's kind of the match I expected expected it to be in the first place so I'm glad that they made that change and now we have that actual tag team match going forward after that, uh, we ended up having a women's tag team action. Uh, was uh, Raw Women's Champion Asuka and her WrestleMania opponent Rhea Ripley taking on this uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler? But before that, they announced a new match for WrestleMania Night One. It's going to be a tag team turmoil match between four, possibly more. Women's tag teams and the winners will face the champions on night two of WrestleMania. So right now, we have confirmed um, Lana and Naomi will take on Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, taking on the Riot Squad, and taking on Natalia and Tamina. Now, the extra added wrinkle. There was some tweets that came out that were quickly deleted possibly spoiling something that will be coming out probably during SmackDown of uh, a fifth team in this tag team turmoil being B 
Billy Kay and Carmella. Now, if you remember from the SmackDown study on Friday, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. It's a nice short episode. I explained that Billy Kay had her resume out, gave it to Carmella. Carmella quickly dismissed it and then said, wait a minute. Let me see that again. So they're teasing it. It's possible. And they can add them in there. And I swear to God, if Carmella and Billy Kay win this tag team tor- turmoil match, and then they go on to win the titles on night two, I'm going to lose my mind. Probably in the best way possible. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Billy Kay has been outstanding on her own. Yes. I love the Iconics. I'm going to always be Iconics for life. But I think she's been doing a great job by herself. The whole resume thing, trying to put herself in, you know, to anything and everything that will take her. So I'm hoping. I I think that would be outstanding. But as for the tag match tonight, match was going well. Rhea clearly didn't really care about teaming with Asuka. And it showed up at the end. Rhea attacked Asuka, pretty much fed her to Shayna, gave the big uh, swift knee to the face, gets the one, two, three. So uh, I'm ready for Asuka and Rhea to have a war on WrestleMania. Um, it's it's going to be crazy, and I, I can't wait for it. There, there are a lot of matches during, on this card, both nights, that I'm very excited to see. After that... Um, we a little segment in the back with um, MVP getting kind of bullied a little bit by Cedric and Shelton. And unfortunately, this made me real sad because then this pretty much guarantees that a whole there were a bunch of people that thought, myself included, that this would be some type of, you know, swerve. They would pretend to break up and then come back together after, you know, beating up Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. But... After this happened, uh, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Uh, Cedric then took on Bobby Lashley. The match was real good. Cedric looked real strong, but of course, unfortunately, he succumbs to the hurt lock as well. Cedric then, um, Shelton then tried to help out his partner after the match and he pays for it himself without the hurt lock of his own. So, unfortunately, it looks like. Their business is truly dead, or at least this incarnation of it is. Um, MVP has made it very clear on social media that the her business is not dead. Just they got rid of the dead weight. They're always looking for new candidates, so we'll we'll see what they do. I hope that this keeps Shelton and Cedric as a team. I hope they still continue to go, you know and do big things on Raw. Uh, I hope they don't fall back into jobber status. I really don't want that. They're both well. They're both way too good to be that, you know, buried on the card. So, or not even be on the card. So I hope that this is not the case. Um, after that, we had another great video segment between the uh, for The Fiend versus Randy Orton, come Mania. No segment with them, though, on the show, which is kind of sad. Um, it, it's kind of made me feel like I was uh, 
know, we're playing SmackDown versus Raw 2006 where, you know, you put that – you're running GM mode and you're putting in that little slot, you know, for rivalry instead of match, and they slit, and they slid in Fiend versus Randy. So, but that's all right. You know, I, I, there's really not much you can do with that feud. It's time just to have a match, and then that's that's just the end of it. Um, but a little sad uh, also for that match on Sunday. It'll be the end of a long feud between the two of them, number one, number two. It'll also be the end of a long feud between ourselves and Know the Ropes podcast. Um, obviously, Sam from Know the Ropes is from St. Louis. He's been repping Randy Orton since, you know, they've showed up on Twitter. And, you know, we've, or myself mostly, been playfully just poking at him the whole time, you know, because uh, I have nothing but respect for Randy Orton. But it's fun to, you know, find a a new a new group on, on Twitter. Just kind of poke fun a little bit, see what happens, and, you know, not be disrespectful about it, but just kind of, you know, kind of play along, see how things go. And uh, it's it's turned into uh, one hell of a, a back and forth between the two of us. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this whole thing ends. Clearly, the Fiend's going to win, you know, because, you know, Randy has no chance to hell, but that's the point. <laughs> but <laughs> moving on. Um, like I said, I talked briefly about the Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest coming out to the ring. Uh, Bad Bunny with his great promo switching back and forth between between uh, between English and Spanish, just talking about everything going on with uh, what's been happening with the Miz and about you know his life growing up with wrestling and whatnot and you know what he's about done. Miz comes up on the screen as him and Morrison are leaving in a limo, and Miz just basically just looks to the camera and goes, "You don't belong here." And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, ah man. That's rich, Miz. It's coming from you with your past before wrestling. It's funny how these things seem to happen. <laughs> so I thought that was, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I picked up on it. Um, how things have gone full circle when it comes to Miz uh, and, and not wanting outsiders to come in. So. After that, we end up having Ali and Sheamus in the back talking about Riddle and, you know, even though they don't have much in common, they're looking forward to, you know, beating up on Riddle. And, of course, Riddle, with his impeccable timing, comes through on his scooter, zips through both of them in a perfect, like, dissection of it. And (laughs) it was just, it was just hilarious to see. Um, but then we transitioned to our match. It was Ali versus um, Riddle. And Ali, with his most ridiculous generic rock music for his new theme, they could have just kept Retribution's theme for him, but obviously, I guess not, which is upsetting in its own right. But whatever. Um, match was actually real good. Sheamus was out there on commentary, tried to get a little snippy, and um, Riddle looks strong. Riddle uh, ends up getting the win, heading into Mania. Uh, so I expect Sheamus to win that match within about five seconds because he'll broke kick, you know, Riddle's face off. 
because, you know, a la Daniel Bryan. Although Daniel Bryan might try to insert himself in that match too and make it a triple threat because he seems to be doing that with a lot of stuff nowadays. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But just like that, it's main event time. We slide right into the 10.30 slot. This was real quick. And then all of a sudden, this main event seemed like it lasted an hour. <laughs> it kind of went long. Well, at least it felt like it. It was Drew McIntyre versus SmackDown's Baron Corbin. Both men look real good. I love the fact that um, Corbin looking strong. Drew obviously looking fantastic going into Mania. Uh, but at the end, MVP told Corbin, this is not about winning. It's about taking Drew out. He hands Corbin his cane. Corbin goes to use it. Drew naturally ducks, hits the Claymore, gets the one, two, three, and gets the win. Drew now full speed ahead going into Mania. Show ends with Drew in the ring. Lashley and MVP up on the stage, the big stare down. Part of me actually expected if this was going to be the time for the jump, this would have been it, to have um, Shelton and Cedric jump Drew, but that didn't happen. Match just ends with the stare down. So that match is kind of a 50-50 for me because Drew didn't, He kind of got the upper hand, but not in the way that, you know, traditional, traditionally speaking, because it's not like he beat up the champ or anything. So who knows? That match is still up in the air for me. But like I said, really good show tonight. Um, big bounce back from the week before. That was just abysmal. Like I said, the only real down portion of this whole show was the whole Shane Braun thing and. I'm just over it. I want that just to be over and done with come WrestleMania as well. I believe that match is on Saturday, and thank God for that. But, like I said, this is day one of nine. Um, we'll be live tweeting every single night for the, the entirety of WrestleMania week. And then after that, we'll be on... we'll be on five days a week, Monday through Friday, tweeting about something wrestling-related. So no days off anymore for us. And then once pay-per-views start kicking off on Saturdays and Sundays again, then we are full. We are, we are go. It's just go time. Um, we got a whole week's worth of wrestling pay-per-views. Uh, I'm sorry. Wrestling podcasts that will be coming out. Like I said, live tweeting. Um, next podcast will probably drop on Thursday. Uh, and then we'll have one Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, <laughs> and then Tuesday for uh, the Wrath of WrestleMania. And then we'll try to ease ourselves back into our normal schedule. Um, we thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we really do appreciate you all. Um, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Let's just be honest. <laughs> um, so if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. You can find us on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast platform out there. If we're on a if we're not on a podcast platform that you listen to and that you want to, let us know. Tweet to us, comment on one of our posts, on one of our messages, you know, our po- just, just say, hey, 
I'm on such and such, you know, you guys aren't there, you know, maybe add yourselves to it. And so I can, you know, not have to go through multiple channels to listen to you guys. We have no problem doing that. We'll go on. We'll, we'll find out which one it is. We'll post our, you know, get our information out there. So that way you can uh, get some bedlam in your day. Who doesn't like a little bedlam every single day? <laughs> guys, once again, my name is Scott. I am the man behind the Twitter about the media. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful WrestleMania week and just enjoy the product from all sides, not just WWE side, everybody. Impact moving to Thursday. AEW has wrestling three nights a week now. It's just, it's insanity. I love it. What a time to be a wrestling fan. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Most importantly, though, please, please remember to join the bedroom. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.